0: Welcome to the Misadventures of the Young Adult Podcast, I'm your host, Doreen. everyone and welcome back to this episode i know if you're just like new york probably sitting at home quarantined and you know just amid all of this chaos and panic of the covid 19 but for this episode we're not gonna really talk about that maybe just a little bit we're gonna be talking about how some people do not suit the gender norm so please stay tuned for this episode and i really hope that you enjoy it what's up my quarantine amigos welcome back to this episode it's so great to have you here um yeah my life has been pretty interesting the last two weeks i mean two weeks ago freedom walking around wherever i wanted and now i'm stuck at home for the next two weeks well until the 31st of march much rather then first april i'm out of here april fools <laughs> but yeah so over the last two weeks i've really been up to much of anything except just preparing to be quarantined and to stay at home and just yeah guys i have I have a lot of like you know you realize you really don't have a life when you're just stuck being at home but i like starting today i kind of was like you know you are just gonna get up off your butt and you have to do something so i've been playing guitar more i've been reading more i've been playing a lot more games so much so that i actually just asked my parents to get me a switch because i i can't i can't i can't play games on my phone i can't play games on my computer i have a mac who plays games on a mac But yeah, that's been my life for the past couple of days. I don't know. You tell me, you know, what are you guys up to? What are you guys going to be doing for the next two weeks? Uh, What are your plans? Um, Let me know, because honestly, we're all in the same boat here. Oh, yeah, and I have a special announcement at the end of the episode. So please stay tuned for that. You might be a little bit excited, my quarantine buddies. since this is really relevant to what's happening right now, I felt like it would be good for me to just talk to you guys a little bit about cleanliness and how you can keep yourself safe from the coronavirus. As you already know, a lot of countries have been closing their borders, um, not allowing people to get in, people have been quarantined, told to stay at home, entertain yourselves, do work online, class online, like I have online classes, if you follow my stories you'll know. <laughs> online classes is another dilemma of its own. But I want to encourage each and every one of you. Um, This is a very serious virus and all of us are in this together You know i've been making jokes lately about how oh i'm a black person i probably won't get it but the truth of the matter is anyone can get it this virus does not see color does not see race it does not see religion it does not see age it doesn't see any of that you can get affected and i feel it's just important that you do self-quarantine if you are feeling sick if you can get time off work get that time off work and please be safe because you yourself might be able to withstand and survive this virus but the people next to you might not they're people with weak immune systems. there are people who are fighting other diseases such as HIV or leukemia or cancer and these kind of things so you yourself might be tough but the people around you might not be as tough so let's just be considerate and loving and even in that when I went shopping yesterday when I went shopping yesterday to get some groceries uh, before like the lockdown and whatnot um, it was I was kind of saddened by the fact that like people were just like clearing out stuff and like taking a ton of stuff that they don't need like there's this one man who walked out of the store with like six one liter bottles of milk. I was like, unless he has like a big family, like bro, what are you doing with six liters of milk? You know, but I mean, I, I don't know him, I don't know his story, but like, I just feel that we should be considerate of those who are vulnerable to so the disabled, the elderly, the mentally, um, you know, handicapped. We need to be considerate of other people when we get stuff. So even when I went shopping, I wasn't shopping like it was the apocalypse. I was shopping for like, OK, I'll probably need groceries by next week, but I'm good for the rest of this week and probably a few days of next so the entire idea is guys we need to be considerate with other people we need to check in on other people make sure everyone's okay and most of all ourselves we need to really take care of our health like you know on the internet it's so funny because on twitter you're just seeing people people are dirty beings my god like you know you think that washing hands is something fundamental to everyone but apparently it's not so like six-year-olds i feel it's important that i break down everything that you need to do so firstly if you're gonna leave your home and come back make sure you wash your hands when you get back from wherever you are sanitize them please you know wash your hands with soap not just water okay not just running water please yalla And most of all, you know, wear your mask and, you know, the clothes that you wear when you're outside, put them straight in the washing. Get them washed. Do not repeat the mask that you're using. Another thing is stay really hydrated. You know stay hydrated try and exercise from home you know try and get don't like let your body be dormant be clean you know take showers if you're gonna be at home all day take at least a shower a day if you're gonna work out from home try taking two or more if you really need it and you really feel that you want to be that clean i just want to encourage everyone please please pretty please be clean we i cannot emphasize the importance of cleanliness right now so yeah please be clean guys we can get through this For this week's story side, we are gonna be. I'm gonna be sharing two stories again. One of them is my own, and the other is not. And we're gonna be sharing about what it's like to not suit the gender norm. So this is basically talking about people who are non-binary, people who are transgender, and people who just basically have no space in the gender spectrum of male and female and carrying on the traditional roles that come along with those two um, genders. So I'm gonna be saying my story first, and uh, it is entitled advice. My story takes place over a long period of time and it's just a story about discovery and finding out who I really was as someone who didn't really feel so much as a female. So this is how it all started growing up obviously your parents used to dress you up right so if you're a boy you know pants the color blue shorts i'm a lady stealer Ooh. And then with girls it's always i'm a princess you know tights dresses look pretty makeup lipstick blah 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 and honestly my mom used to dress me up if you take a look back at my baby pictures and the pictures from my, my mom used to be my main stylist and dresser or my nannies it's evident to see that i was <laughs> as girly as they came but for me growing up, I never always felt like that. Or at least I felt that as much as I was, a, you know, female, I also felt a little bit male. So I went through a whole tomboy phase. So fast forward, um, elementary school, we're talking like grades one, two, three. I'm starting to dress up a little bit more like a guy, you know, wear shorts, wear really big t-collar t-sh- t-shirts that were my mom's. And she gets so mad at me. She's like, stay out of my wardrobe but homegirl had nice shirts so what was i supposed to do but yeah that that was a i feel like that was a very important part of my journey because i began to realize that i really did like the style of both men and women i felt like both of them could be incorporated better And that but then you know I was young I didn't really know that there were you know such things as you know femboys or you know tomboys or you know androgynous people non-binary because you know all you're ever really taught growing up is you're either a boy or a girl that's it I didn't even know you know what being part of a spectrum was or if you were part of the LGBTQ like I didn't know any of these things because I was young very conservative parent and you know very conservative country as well. So you know you get the whole idea that you know if it's not what I've been taught must be wrong. So for me as I basically blurred the lines between dressing like a male and dressing like a female, I always felt badly about dressing like a guy because for starters everyone used to mistake me for a guy and I hated it with a passion. I still hate it now. I'm a bit less I'm a bit numb to it, but it does not mean that it does not hurt my feelings. <laughs> and you know sometimes it's the whole idea you can't really blame people they can't tell blah blah, blah and whatever whatever doesn't matter but yeah that was it i felt like i was dressing more like a guy people would bespaking me for a guy and so hence i had to try my best to dress like a girl but i didn't like it you know and this is for me and my own personal taste like i've never been one to wear weaves i've never been one to do my nails i've never been one to do makeup i've never been the one to really like wearing dresses skirts heels i mean there are some you know pumps here and there i'm like okay those are happening yay or like there are jeans like definitely jeans for women are a bit more comfy and they're a bit more fitting for our body type and you know there are shirts that you know i feel are very gender neutral so yeah so going up it always felt that i was in the wrong body or I was expressing myself in a way that I personally did not feel 100% comfortable with expressing myself and that was always a problem for me because it was always my new year's resolution dress more girly embrace my femininity do this do that self-confidence water 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 and I feel that that in itself was effectively harming my mental health and my inner being. It's because I was trying so hard to be something that I feel I could actually never, ever be, honestly. And I feel like that's where that's where life really began to get hard for me is because, you know, as you get older, as you pass puberty and as you start to, you know, look for, quote-unquote, a partner or, like, as you start to try to make friends, you usually... Be- start to emulate and become the people that you surround yourself with so if you surround yourself with people who are very close-minded about certain things you too will you know kind of feel out of place or you too will choose to adapt or adopt their ideas and that's kind of what happened to me as you know i continued with my journey of faith as a christian is that you know god created man and woman in his own likeness and you know you're you're bombarded and you tell yourself these things but you begin but then you know on the outside i was just like yeah 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 but on the inside i was dying because i didn't really know who i was But you know last year last year i feel like was the biggest changing point for me because it was like you know what screw it screw it i don't care what other people think about how i dress i'm gonna wear what i want to wear and i'm gonna do that that's it like i put my foot down i was like this is my color code this is what i'm gonna be wearing and whoever hates it you can suck it that was it that was my attitude and lo and behold it worked out really well in my favor I became very confident last year i will admit, bit because i started wearing clothes that i actually felt like i looked good in i started wearing clothes that um really emulated my own personality type i'm one person who does not like having a wardrobe of too many colors so if you've noticed i usually have shirts that are very very dark so you know black navy blue and then i also really love the color white pink too pink mustard yellow so those are like the colors that you can see in my wardrobe now as well as that i've got more jeans more shorts, sweatpants. And honestly, it's just this whole idea of me just being comfortable with my own self and just trying not to please other people who are not me and who are not living my life and who are not going through my own personal struggles. And as a bonus, I gave a lot to charity last year. Woo, I had, I just gathered it up. I just opened a very big plastic bag and I just were putting all the shirts that I didn't like. I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this put them all tied them up and give them the Jared I was like y'all have a blast good riddance wada, wada, wada. and it felt good because for one I was helping other people and f- two I was thinking true to myself and who I felt that I was and last year um I did write a blog post called uh oh the androgyny because I really felt like I was androgyne because you know I was yeah sure I would dress like a tomboy but I feel like everything associated with tomboys is really not me because they're really deep in it like they really go all out trying to you know do men's fashion but as a female but for me i did not really always feel like that because i was a little bit more classy a bit more chill nonchalant like hey so i feel like i've moved on a little bit more in the spectrum and i feel like i'm just non-binary i'm not really really female and i'm also not really really male i'm just somewhere in the middle and it works really great for me Uh, One thing I haven't done is change my pronouns. Because I'm really good with um, she, her. Because, I mean, I grew up with them. And I'm really fine with them. He, him, still pisses me off. So, I swear to God, try me. Try me, any of you. And I'll slap you in your sleep. on God. (laughs) But, yeah. My advice to you is or at least what i want you to get from my story of my journey of discovery of you know growing up as someone who is predominantly female and just ending up as someone who identifies as non-binary i feel like the one thing i want all of you to get from my story is the fact that i want you to be true to yourself true to your feelings and you should do what makes you feel confident and comfortable because the clothes that you wear say a lot about who you are and a lot of people for some odd reason think I'm very stylish but honestly I could care less about what I wear I just wear jeans t-shirts um, flannel um, colored shirts jumpers like that's pretty much it that's my entire wardrobe and repertoire like it's really not very complex it's really not so far out there and I'm very minimalist so I don't like to have so many clothes but then at the same time I just like to have clothes for all the occasions so it's a little bit of yeah, here and there and all around But that's just me. That's basically how I choose to address my life. Choose to be confident. Choose who you want to be and who you want to express. Because the more that you are true to you, the fuller the life that you can live. And last year, honestly, 2019 was a great year for me. I'll be very honest with you guys. Very good year for me, simply because I chose to embrace who I was. I didn't suppress anything i lived very unfiltered i made decisions that made me happy and honestly i could not be happier right now so if you're a queer person you're out there and you're struggling to really find your identity in gender i would just want to explain to you that as much as the world dictates that male and female are the only two i feel like i want to encourage you to go out there and find out who you are you can be a man and be very caring be very loving very in touch with your emotional side you can be a woman and you can you can love all of these things that are quote unquote male things oh i like dirt bikes i like motocross i like playing sport like it doesn't matter you do what you love it doesn't matter who you are what you're doing as long as you're not hurting nobody do what you love and be the person that you are inside and the person that feels right for you the next story um is kind of graphic in nature so if you're someone who's a little younger is not really very comfortable about talking about surgery or like gender transformation i feel like you can skip this story no problems no problems but um i was on reddit and i came across this amazing story i just searched it up and i just felt like sharing it with you it's um, I'm not going to disclose the name just yet, but you might see it in the show notes later. I'm still waiting f- um, to see if the person whose story this actually is would like to come forth and claim it themselves. Otherwise, a bit of a background story for you is this person was getting top surgery. And top surgery is essentially when someone removes their breasts. Or like, they- so for women, it's basically you remove your breasts and for men, it's adding them and uh yeah so a little bit about her story is that she had complications it was two hour surgery that turned into five hours she woke up in agony spent two days in the hospital and had all sorts of machinery hooked up to her so yeah um i'll tell you a little bit more about that in her personal story so i really hope that you like it i don't really have a story for story title for this i'll just um title it top surgery I was, and still am, a skinny person. This is due to being an anorexic for a couple of years. As a result, my body pretty much lives on whatever fat and muscle I had, to the point where my arms became two toothpicks. My butt shrank, and the skin on my chest became very thin. Bear in mind that memory is a bit fuzzy, but this was four years ago, but I'll do my best to recall the events accurately. When they rolled me into the operating room, they realized on the operating table, that it would be very difficult to reattach my nipples using the procedure they had already planned due to that thin skin. So they ended up doing a different technique than they had planned because they thought that both nipples would be attached securely with the other technique. I forgot what the technique is called, but what they did was have two long scars across my chest with the nipples attached on top in the middle of each scar. Instead of the original plan where the nipples would stay in place, and there would be two scars below the nipple, like I usually see in top surgery reveal videos on YouTube. Even though they had a different technique, they still had a hard time reattaching my left nipple to my thin skin, and I almost lost that nipple but eventually they were able to securely attach it. My left nipple was hooked up to some special machinery that I can't recall the name of, but it has something to do with keeping the freaking nipple on. Then after a five hour surgery, I woke up in tremendous pain, gasping for breath, ready to scream my brains out. But the nurse was like, take several deep breaths. You're gonna be okay now. It's all over, dear. My friend who had been patiently waiting for my surgery to be over, which was only supposed to take 90 minutes, got really worried and asked the nurses several times if I'm okay because he had been waiting 5 plus hours. In addition to the immediate post-op pain, I was in a confused state because when I went into the operating room, the sun was still up, but being rolled into my recovery room post-op, the sun had set. What the? I spent 3 days in the hospital. My body was traumatized and lucky me, I was unable to pee for a day. So catheter time. That didn't last because by day 2, my body remembered how to pee, which was great. Also on day 2, one of the nurses was mean and forceful, pulling me out of bed, trying to make me walk around the halls of the walker before I was ready to do so. I had an emotional breakdown, I went back to bed. And that nurse disappeared. Maybe my friend talked to someone and said keep that mean nurse away from him. Which sounds exactly like something he would do. He was female to male trans and a great advocate for me. Day 3 when I was finally okay enough to leave, I could walk a bit and I could pee with no problems. My dad picked me up and actually got my pronouns right which was amazing. And I was sent home with extremely powerful drugs. Good times. So that is a wrap for this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and you enjoyed the stories that I told. Um and yeah, like I said before, I have a great announcement for you guys. Since all of us are the quarantine and we have a lot of spare time that we didn't think we had before, I'm gonna be releasing a new set of mini episodes called Let's Talk, where I'm gonna just talk about some random topics some of you guys have been suggesting to me. So if you have a topic you'd like me to talk about for the next two weeks, um please let me know. And yeah. Otherwise, um, next scheduled episode is going to be two weeks from now. And it's going to be tales of heartbreak. So please share your stories. Um, broken but okay and religious troubles, you know. Guys, please stay safe. Stay quarantined if you need to. And please wash your hands, you dirty pig. <laughs> if you understand the reference, God bless you. But yeah, be safe. Have fun. And love and night hey let's keep in touch uh you can follow me on my social media um instagram and twitter share the same username and that is at Doreen mt so that is at underscore d-o-r-e-e-n underscore mt underscore or you can also email me at the yeah at gmail.com so that is t-h-e-m-i-s-a-d-v-e-n-t-u-r-e-s-y-a at gmail.com I'm totally looking forward to interacting with you. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave me a comment, drop me a rating, but most of all, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on.